Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, today we're going to be continuing in our series, What Should I Say? What Should I Say? I want you to turn in your Bible with me to the book of 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, and we're going to begin at verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 1. And as we look at the word of God, it says this, Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I would that ye all spake with tongues, but rather that ye prophesied. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues except he interpret, that the church may receive edifying, that the church may receive edifying. Today, we're going to speak from the subject, know what to desire, know what to desire. Oh my goodness, this passage here follows what we know as the love chapter in chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. We know that as the love chapter. In fact, the chapter ends by saying, now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. And then here, Paul draws us into what he believes is the most important spiritual gift, the most important spiritual gift. Look with me back at verse one. And here again, it says, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy, that ye may prophesy. Here, Paul begins by giving an instruction concerning what we should pursue. He gives an instruction saying concerning what we should pursue, what we should pursue. He tells us to follow after charity or love, love. We understand that charity, of course, is agape love, agape love, which is brotherly love. It is a love that is in action and deed. It is a love that is productive. It is a love that shows fruit. So he said, I want you to follow after charity, which means I want you to pursue charity. He says he, he's instructing them, in other words, to pursue love, to pursue love. You need to pursue love first. Pursue love first. Listen, love should be the primary motive of your communication and the focal object of its impact. Let me say that again. Love should be the primary motive of your communication and the focal object of its impact. The focal object of its impact. Listen, in other words, love should be the reason why you're saying it. And the production, what comes out of it, should be love. 
The reason why you're saying it, the motive, you're, you're saying it because you're of love. You're saying it because of love, but also what's trying to come out of it. You want to be an expression of love. You see, you have to be, you have to be mindful of that. Why are you saying what you say? Are you saying it because you love them? Or are you saying it for some other reason? You should be able to say it because you love them. Now, this doesn't mean that every conversation is flowery. It doesn't mean that you're always going to hear harps or violins playing in the background while you're saying it. The thing is, is that sometimes when you love somebody, you have to say some things that are difficult. They're difficult to hear. They're difficult to say, but they need to be said nonetheless. But your reason for saying it is not getting something off of your chest. It's not getting something off of your back. It's because you love the person to which you are sharing it. And not just that, the end result the end result is you want there to be love. When they look around, they look back, they understand that it was love that brought them that message. Listen, they may not be able to look at you right away. They may have to turn away from you. They may, they may not even pick up the phone again for the first next couple of times. But after a while, they're going to remember and understand that he, he said that, she said that because they love me. They said that because they love me. Listen, there's sometimes, some, some of you, you've got to be able to say, I know it's a tough conversation. But sometimes you got to be able to say, listen, th th that, that roast beef, we got to do something about that now. We got to change the way we do this roast beef. I know you always saw mama put it in a, in a broiler and sit it in the oven and, and broil it in it. No, but, but listen, you may not need to do that. You may need to find a crock pot and put that roast beef in. You may need to put some peppers, some onions, some spring onions in there, so throw some carrots in there, something, because the way we're doing this, this roast beef is not working. I know you can do it. I know it's in you. But it's not working right now. Now, see, they may not want to hear it right away. But see, you're sitting there. Think about all those tough times you were eating that roast beef. And you're just chewing it and chewing it and wiping your forehead with sweat and chewing it. And you're like, oh, God, when is this going to be over? And you're sitting there looking, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and you're sitting there, keep trying to eat it. But because you had the, the, the faith, the love to be able to tell them the truth. To not sit there and keep tolerating it, but let them know that there's something better. Now the next time they come, you said this, oh my God, let's, let's take, oh my goodness, you, you got any more of this roast beef, roast beef over there? Listen, that's all you got? That's all you got? We got everybody, I, okay, the boy's older, I can fight him now. I, I, I'll fight him to get that because, you know, you can take these potatoes, I'll take the roast beef because you were willing to have a difficult conversation, but it was out of love, out of love, and the end result was love. The end result was love. We've got to be able to understand. We've got to know that our primary motive for the communication must be love. And the focal objective of its impact is also that same love. If love is not your primary motive, then it doesn't matter what your desire is for spiritual gifts. Do you hear me? If love is not your primary motive, then it doesn't matter. It does not matter what you want to do with some spiritual gift. It doesn't matter at all. I need, I need somebody to type in chat right now, motive matters. Motive matters. Motive matters. That's the truth. You got to understand what is your motive? Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you saying what you're saying? You've got to be able to understand that motive matters. Motive matters. Listen, how do we know this? John 3.16 told us, For God so loved the world that he 
gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life everlasting life that is the the impact that is what we expect to happen but the motivation of love surrendered his son Jesus hung upon the cross it was love that allowed him to hang on that cross and say father forgive them for they know not what they do it was love that allowed him to take his last breath and before he did he said father into your hands I commit my spirit and when he did that it was love that got him up out of the grave understand that that love has to be the motivation but also it has to be the objective of the impact it's love it's love that's why we have to remember first John 4 and 8 it says this he that loveth not knoweth not God why because God is love why are you doing what you're doing is it because of love? And if not, I want you to take a moment and to look introspectively within your heart and to see, is it love that's motivating me? Is it love that's directing me? What is it? And if it's not, I need to be able to get on my knees and pray to my God so that I can know I have a connection with him. So then he can touch my heart. And then as he permeates my heart, now my words will change. My actions will change. My focus will change my purpose my motive will change oh my goodness it's because of love it's all because of love and once you have determined that love is your motive once you determine that love is your motive then the gift that you should truly desire is to prophesy it's to prophesy once you know that love is your motive then you really should and you really should desire to prophesy, to prophesy. In order to prophesy, you must spend time with God and time in his word. Let me say that again. In order to prophesy, you must spend time with God and time in his word. You must spend time in his word, time in his word. Your desire has to be to share what the spirit, his spirit has revealed to you. It's to share what his spirit has revealed to you during your times of prayer, during your times of reading, your times of study. You, you're sharing what God has placed and birth on the inside of you. I want you to know that the word of God, the word of God is pregnant and it actually it will help. It brings life to you. It births life in you. So as you study his word, as you spend time with him, then you that's when the birth you'll be able to prophesy. You'll be able to prophesy. You listen, your desire has to be to share what his spirit has revealed to you. Your desire has to be to share what his spirit has revealed to you. You can't just want to talk about uh, what, what you like or what's on your mind. To free yourself, to get off your mind and think you're prophesying. No, you're just talking. <laughs> you're just talking. That's all you're doing. That's not what you're doing. Listen, it must be what God has shown you. It must be what God has shown you. There are things that as I study and as you as a believer will study that they'll read and they can, you can feel God's. Oh, my God. This, this is not just any word. This, this is the word. This is what I need to share. I need to tell this to such and such. I need, and people will come to your mind and fall on your heart. And you're like, oh, my goodness. This is exactly what they were going through. I need to share this word. It must be what God has shown you. 
what God has shown you. The foundation of whatever God speaks comes from his word. Let me say that again. The foundation of whatever God speaks comes from his word. If you say, oh, God said this to me and God told me this and God told me that and you can't find anything in the word. It doesn't relate to anything. It's outside of the principles of God. It, 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 it's something Jesus would never have done. What WWJD? Jesus would never have done that. And you just keep talking. No, no, no. You got to back up. You got to back up. It will. The, the, the spirit and the word will agree. The spirit and the word will agree. This is why you spending time in reading and studying the word of God is critical. It's critical so you can understand what he is speaking to you. You want to be able to understand what he's speaking. How can you do that if you don't spend time with him? If you don't spend time with him. Listen, if a husband and wife don't spend time with each other, they'll sit there one talking one thing and they're like, huh? And the other one saying, another, huh? But when you spend time with each other, you've been together long enough. You can tell exactly what they're doing. Exactly what they want. You can sit there by their movie. You just get up, go to the refrigerator, pour them some water. So here you go. <laughs> you sit there and, they, and, they, and you're sitting there, you, you're, moving, you're moving your feet. She come and bring, drop some, here your house shoes. <laughs> they, they just know. You just know when you spend time with somebody. When you spend time with the Lord, when you spend time with God, you understand his word and his word speaks to you. And you know exactly what he means and exactly what he is saying. He is saying that's why it's critical. It's critical that you spend time with him, critical that you spend time with him reading and studying his word. Always remember, again, that the spirit and the word, they what? Agree. The spirit and the word, they agree. They agree. So God is not going to say something to you that is contrary to his word. Let me say that again. God is not going to say something to you that is contrary to his word. That's why you have to study it. That's why you have to know it. You have to remember it. You have to understand it. And listen to me. I, I feel this strong. There, there's some people you've been, you've spent some time with God and things happen in your life and you got a little, little disheveled and, 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 and you were moved around and, and thing, you got frustrated. And the things you used to do where you, you would study the word and read the word and you would speak Speak the, the word to clients. You will speak the word to, 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 to neighbors. You will speak the word to the neighborhood kids. And, but something happened in your life. And things may have happened that, that, that got you frustrated. And, 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 you, and you're like, Lord, okay, I, I, I don't need to do that anymore. It must, must not mean that I'm called. It must not mean that I'm meant to go through any. I'm, I'm meant to do this for God. God doesn't want this. This isn't my assignment. And you sat back and you stopped doing those things. You stayed in church. That's why you're watching now. You encourage others and, and say and wave at them and, and things of that. And they say, you keep on going. You keep on going. But God has something still for you. Listen, that gift is still in you. That gift is still upon you. Listen, I know that there was challenges. There may have been challenges in your family. But the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, of the righteous. He never said that you to stop doing what he called you to do. That's a word for somebody. And I want you to know that God still has you on assignment. He still has you on assignment that you can keep on doing what he's called you to do. Keep on doing what he's called you to do. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. 
you will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.